the 30th of September and we're recording Looking Back with the Bunny once again and I'm recording this with Kay Bird. Welcome Kay. Thank you Jeanette, it's nice to be here. And Kay has a bit of history with the Bunyip. Well I do, I used to write stories for the Bunyip way back when I was in my 20s and learnt a lot from doing those stories and then I went to work there temporarily in the late 1980s where I met my husband Mark Boone who would be known to many Bunyip or Gawlip area people, many of the older people and we were happily married for 26 years until he passed away four years ago now. So, yes, I had a long and very happy history association with the Bunyip. It's a great newspaper and I know that Mark always enjoyed looking back because he loved history and I love history as well. I actually volunteer here in the Gola Heritage Centre in the basement of the old institute. Yes, so where we're now recording. Yeah, we're recording, so I'm really enjoying yes. that and enjoying the opportunity to read Looking Back with Jeanette. Yes. So, what have we got? Do you want to start with the first oh, one? Oh, I'll start with the first one, which is... 150 years ago, views of the late war. We noticed in the window of Mr Oscar Worsted's drapery establishment a fine collection of lithographs illustrating the most imposing scenes in the late war between France and Germany, which arrived by the last English mail, also the portraits of the leading men taking part in the same. The whole collection is executed in a style that to all lovers of art it will be a treat to look at. We understand the same will be exhibited until tonight. Don't you love the oh, language? That war was so brutal. Was that the yes, Prussian That war? would be the Prussian War. Yeah, okay. The, where they invaded Paris and the Prussians ended up eating rats and oh, really? killing all their horses to eat because they were starving. Oh, it was so yeah. 150 years, that would be in the 1870s. 70s, oh my goodness. But so Monet and his family fled Paris at the time and went to England and that's when he painted all the paintings of the Thames. Oh it's really? Because he had a young child. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one of the other painters in Impressionist groups was killed in the war. No, I didn't and, know yeah. that. Yeah, I've been to Monet's garden, Mark mm. and I went there some years ago, 20 years ago, and uh, it was absolutely beautiful, but it was in autumn, so mm -hmm. we missed the flush of yeah. colour. But Paris and Germany, they yes. seem to be at loggerheads. Quite a lot. Yes. Let's yes. hopefully it'll, it's all yes. settled yes. down yes. now. Yes. But there's to write about it in that tone. I mean, know. It's such a tragedy. It was. <laughs> and look at the first sentence, which I itched to get out, and I want to slash it into mm. two or three sentences <laughs> because I was running out of breath by the time I got to the full stop. <laughs> So, your turn. Okay. A hundred years ago, neighbourly bitterness. One of those painful cases, the ventilation at neighbourly bitterness was heard in the Gawler Police Court on Wednesday morning before Mrs Ferguson and Busbridge, the Mayor, when Edith Matilda Harkness of King Street, Williston, charged Alan Turner with assault. Both are married women. Mrs Turner lodged a counter charge of assault the evidence was that Mrs. Harkness was proceeding to her home from Gawler and met Mrs. Turner on the Williston Bridge. The latter, without warning, shut her fist and hit the informant on the left jaw, inflicting a bruise and forcing her plate out of place. <laughs> you know, I, am, I am smiling at that story and I'm really glad I got to read that one because I'm wondering if this is the very same Mrs. Turner that crops up in... 
our family history, ah. the neighbour they had the disputes with. Oh, really? Who wasn't shy of uh, punching oh, people? Where did she lived. So, so she lived in Smithfield. Oh, but it's quite. Oh, and Turner's a common name, yeah, but it Turner does. Is. <laughs> committing assault is probably less common. Yeah, well, imagine her coming up with a, you know, yeah. her, uh, what do they call it, a king hit, basically. Mm. A king hit is from behind, isn't yes. it? Yeah, That's yeah, or just a yeah. you know, clobbering yeah. someone from yeah. like that. And two women, yeah. fisticuffs on the Williston Bridge. <laughs> well, she hit a, a boy who was oh, really? in a rival business, the, the one in the family situation. And beat up a servant. Oh, really? So she, so was, she was charged with assault several times. Oh, right. So, so that makes was... me wonder if it is the same well, individual. Makes you wonder whether she mm. might have been a bit drunk and disorderly or something like that. Mm. I think it might Substance have been. Substance abuse. Yeah, yeah we'll call it yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, how awful. <laughs> <laughs> so that one definitely brought a smile to my face. Because that's very oh, I don't know what yeah. her first name was. And of course the Harknesses are very well known in Gaul if I haven't developed both the Harkness hybrid, the Gaul hybrid bottle brush right. and the Harknesses sweet peas, which are actually oh, really... Sweet peas, yes, yeah, I really know about well now. Gaul yeah. sweet yeah. peas. He was a great breeder of sweet peas. I don't know what his name was, but right. it's a Harkness, so that is the Harkness. Yeah. The sweet pea, yes, it is a well-known yeah, the heartless oh. hybrid uh, bottle brush, a hybrid because it doesn't mm. breed on. Oh, I'll have to do a bit of research. Another cool thing. So I'll read the next one, which yes. is fifty years ago. Bob Hawke visiting Lindock. The president of the ACTU, Mr. Bob Hawke, will be with the premier of SA, Mr. Don Dunstan, at a barbecue social near Lindock on October ten. They will be accompanied by their wives. Mr Hawke will be guest of honour at the barbecue to be held in aid of ALP campaign of funds on the property of Mr Brian Chatterton. So Brian Chatterton was an MLC member of the Legislative Council for a long time mm-hmm. and I don't know 50 years ago whether that was probably while he was still in Parliament. Yes, that's really mm. two Labour heavyweights going into oh, yes. Liberal territory. Yes. It is. And, of course, this is before Bob Hawke became Prime Minister. Yes. Long before. Yeah, ACTU. He must have been President of ACTU for quite a while. Yeah, he was. About 30 years ago. Really? No, no, it's more than that. 83 that he won the election because I was in Ireland. I voted in Dublin. Oh, my goodness. hitchhiking around Ireland at the time. And... The next day, all the drivers are like, oh, you've got a new Prime Minister in Australia and he's got the beer drinking record from us. And that was the first time I voted in a federal election. Oh, was it really? So it's really me- for me, very memorable when he became think, Prime Minister. I think I voted, I was overseas in 88 as well. It must have been early in the year because I voted mm. before I left. But mm. one year there was a referendum while we were overseas and I got all the papers mm. and they were sent to mm. us and mm. we had to track around and I had to work out which yeah. hotel we'd be staying at got them then we couldn't find a post office and it was mm. the day before yeah. the election yeah. in Australia so we had to get them postmarked yeah. that day which we did and we were on Vancouver Island in the capital city called Victoria and spent about two hours trying to find the post office to get stamps on it sent them away and about four months later we each got a letter saying that our vote didn't count because we'd failed to sign the outside of the envelope and I was like you're kidding me not not that two votes made a difference in the end so you've got the 25 years ago bomb scare a small cardboard packet of Picric acid powder found in a World War I first aid kit at the National Trust Museum resulted in the southern section of Murray Street being closed to traffic most of last Thursday afternoon. 
Police cleared the area from the corner of Carlton Road southwards almost to the Kingsford Hotel while two Metropolitan Fire Service units and an ambulance attended and waited for the police bomb disposal squad which arrived at about 3.30pm. Picric acid is a highly volatile explosive substance which becomes more volatile as it ages and the acrid powder in the museum was at least 75 years old. Oh my goodness. So why would a soldier have it in their first aid kit? Of I don't know, I'd have to look it up, but it probably was something like an antiseptic or something. Maybe it was. was. It would yes. have been something yeah. like that, mm. but I've come across oh, quinine, I think it was, right. in an old old mm. uh, kit that I think I might have taken it up to the chemist or it might still be lo- floating around <laughs> in its original little yeah. packet. Mm. Um, yeah, the old timers had some pretty volatile they stuff. Did. Yes. Uh, from But I was actually working in Gawler at that time. Mm. I don't remember that one happening, so maybe I was elsewhere, mm. but I do remember the bombing happening in Adelaide because there was some association with a package that then it turned up at Gawler Post Office. Right. And at that time we were getting our mail from the post office mm. and my boss rang me up and was really you know, quite concerned for me and said, oh, are you OK? And I, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Because mm. there's been this bomb scare down at Gawler Post Office. Right. I was like, whoa, whoa, I'd not go there today. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't been by that mm. time. So. so 10 years ago, that must yes, be me. That's it. Gawler Community House begins new venture. The Gawler Community House is more than an op shop and venue for community groups. It's a place of support and a source of rich information. Managed by our Board of Volunteers, the Gawler Community House, GCH, also offers a place for people to socialise and learn new skills. Board member Louise Drummond said the GCH has now developed an initiative that will allow locals to profit from unwanted goods and help the house offer more programs to the community. And there's a tiny little thumbnail photograph there of two women holding a giant teddy bear with a shirt on, probably with the logo, and four people in the background, but there's no caption, so... Yeah, that's the Gawler Community House, which has been around for a long time, and it does amazing work. Well, that's, of course, where we're based. Julia is based at Gawler. Oh, is it? Yes, we have a little studio there. Oh, and they've been following them terrace by the the fours. So they've been very strongly supportive of GBA from our house, which is wonderful. And we have our board meetings there. So is the community house still open? Because yes. it was closed for a while, wasn't it, during, during the COVID? pandemic? Yes. yes. Yeah, they closed for a while and then they reopened to limited hours. But I think they're fully reopened now. Oh, right, because I used to go in there and they had an enormous array of plants and interesting yes. things out in that back shed that I'd go rummaging around through. Yes, they still sell plants. Oh, wow. No, I don't need more plants. <laughs> I'm always hesitant now thinking, oh, we're going to have a hot summer. Will they survive? I know. It's the, it's the other query, though, yes. thing, isn't it? Looking back and I look at the 25 years ago and 50, well, it wouldn't be 50, but... Mark, my husband Mark would have been working at the Bunyip but and both the fifty and the twenty five years yes. ago. So some of the articles that we read could yeah, be some that he it, Well, on. he used to do the looking back columns, so, oh, so he would have extracted them from yes. the Bunyip he'd sit up yeah. there when they had the bound copies of the Bunyip. Yes, they upstairs, still do have bound and copies, yeah. Work his way through them. He loved doing it too mm. because it just was a quiet job that he could sit down and wasn't bothered by anyone and he got past the point of needing to write headline stories. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great newspaper. It is. And long may it keep. Absolutely. Continue in Gawler. Yes. So. Okay, well, until next week, Kate. All right. Thanks, yes. Jeanette. <laughs> For all life's sunny.